0: Hey guys, what's going on? It's John and Ryan here from No Holding Back and we got one hell of an episode here for you guys. A lot of shit has been going on in the world of sports, especially, you know, these Game 7s for the first time ended with a big buzzer beater by my by my main man Kawhi, so we're going to touch on that. Moving into the conference finals, we had a couple of games that went off yesterday, the, the other one is going to go on today, and then the big news that's coming out of the NBA draft ro- lottery and what that means for Zion, what that means for the teams that missed out on the prize. Then we're going to get into some of the, the fighting world. Ryan is very, very influential in uh, the wrestling environment, so we're going to touch into that, the boxing world as well, and the comparisons between the UFC. And then we all know we're big fans of the big cat here at No Holding Back. He's, he's out here at Bethpage Black out in Long Island. He's going to tee it up, tied with the best odds with Brooks Kepka. so we're going to get into it. Ryan, where do we want to start? I just listed off the rundown. So where are we going where are we going to start?
1: Well, we'll be nice to you and we'll finish up with the game 7s. Um and not nice to me. That fucking bounce yeah. boy. Uh-huh. One way, then the other. There's the longest ending shot. First ever game 7 ending shot in the playoffs, right? Walk off.
0: Right. So, I Cause mean Cuz Michael Jordan doesn't go to game 7s. So that's the only reason why.
1: Yeah. The GOAT. Uh that, I mean, that shot took an eternity. He had time to sit down, relish it, get a tissue for Embiid. It, 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 was, it was astonishing. I've never seen anything like it. it. Straight up, hits the one end, hits the other end of the rim. First you're like, this isn't going in? Maybe. Oh shit, it's going in. Man. What do you think was more
0: shocking, yeah. that the ball went in or that Kawhi showed some emotion for the first time in his career?
1: <laughs> Probably the latter, <laughs>
0: <usually>. <laughs> I mean, I, you know... It,
1: guy's a robot. Like, unreal.
0: First of all, the guy dropped 41 in Game 7. That's insane. He shot, yeah. he shot the ball 39 times, but still. He,
1: and influenced the game defensively, too. Like, it's not like any of his defense took off. Like, most of these guys who were all-stars on offense right. take off defense.
0: Right. Oh, absolutely. Who's
1: the last player to influence a game like that, both sides?
0: Probably Michael Jordan.
1: To a full extent.
0: Yeah, probably. I right. mean, like... LeBron every... could. No, he chooses not to.
1: Right. Right, like, would take his plays off. Like, it wasn't dominant every time. Kawhi just doesn't stop.
0: I know. I know. But that's what's making him, you know, before... KD went out with the the apparent calf strain, which I'm still not fully convinced it's a calf strain. Um, you know, Kawhi is now the best player in the playoffs. In the league. Uh, debatable, yeah, but I'm saying like right now, given the playoff structure with the remaining four teams, even even when, with, with the other before the conference finals and the
1: semifinals, he was the best player in the in the yeah. league. So I mean, end of the day, I didn't look my Sixers. They bit it. It's going to be interesting to see what they do this offseason.
0: Well, they're keeping Brett Brown. I know you're ecstatic about that.
1: Not mad. Not upset. I'm just... Just indifferent. Yeah. I'm upset with the front office, all that, the structure, what they've done. Right. You know who could have been real nice? Landry Schammett instead of Tobias Harris bricking all these threes out there.
0: Uh, I mean, at this point, they just really need to figure out what they're going to do. They, they don't have, have
1: a direction. It's like they,
0: well, they need to, I think the biggest thing that they need to figure out is whether they're going to stay with Simmons or Embiid. I mean, all the nonsense with Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris and what's going on in free agency right. really, to me, is irrelevant until they figure out what they're going to do with the two of them because they can't coexist. They can't. It's just, they just don't play that. They just can't play together. And like, I know you've been on record on multiple times saying, hey, I'd rather Simmons and Embiid just about the way the game is
1: played. But. Right. Uh, I mean, my stance is, you don't know what you're going to get from beat. Look at the series, even. One moment, he's putting up historic numbers. The next, the guy's sick from Shirley Temple's. Like, who knows? Like, <laughs> where he has gastroiditis or something like that. Right. Like, it's, it's always a thing. Like, yes, he elevates. He has all this emotion. But I want a guy who's there night in, night out. Like, Simmons wants to play one way. wants to play fast. And he gets hammered. Hasn't ever like in the media, you know what I mean? Like right. he gets hammered. He can't shoot. Does all this. Mm-hmm. Whenever you heard him say anything,
0: that kind of goes to the player that he is, though. No,
1: I, I like him. Uh,
0: I'm, I mean, they. It, it's it's unfortunate for you that they're going home early. Uh, I, I I I still think we got the best Eastern Conference series yeah. that we and, could have had.
1: And look, I don't even know that you need to break them up. There's still twenty two and twenty four. Twenty he might just turn 25.
0: Right, but, you know, based on what happened in the lottery, I think there could be some options that yeah, uh, well, some teams have. Based but, off
1: what the NBA League office did to their management and construction. All right,
0: here he goes, here he <laughs> goes. We don't want to go down that rabbit hole again now, yeah. do we, Ryan?
1: No, we won't. We won't waste time. All right, moving on. So what what did you think about Portland versus Nuggets?
0: I, I, I mean, what can I really say is just that the fact that I have like a, a I guess a basketball man crush on on Damian Lillard ah, so that's amazing. so I was really happy And how happy. about that
1: like what star player relinquishes the the role like that It's not like he wasn't influenced in the game because they had their best defender all over him
0: Well I think I, I think one of the things that makes him so so great especially for that team is that he was able, regardless of his status and star power, he was able to, you know, step aside and allow CJ to cook that the way that he was cooking. So, with that being said, you can see the reasons why he wanted to stay with the Blazers and kind of go on this journey with them instead of you know hopping up and leaving. That, that that's what great players I love it. do. He made yeah, it his own. That's zone. what great players do. He
1: made Portland his own. And look, he's from Oakland. So, going back there now, that will be a lot of fun. Uh, I mean... Uh, one one point before I get to this preview. Uh, I just thought, I think the Nuggets have a really good team. And everybody's like, what are they going to do with Millsap and all? Because he's supposed to make like 30 mil. Guess what? They just had got one of the best players in the draft to fall on due to injury. And Michael Porter Jr., who was supposed to be the second coming. So...
0: I mean, 6'10". Know, put the ball on the deck, shoot the shoot the ball, but yeah. I mean, he was supposed to be healthy for this year when he was coming out of college. He was supposed to be healthy coming out of high school yeah, into college. Yeah, but they
1: just basically redshirted him.
0: I know because he couldn't play. Like there is a common misconception that the reason why they sat him out was because they didn't need him. He has a serious back injury.
1: Yeah, but we also we also know with rookies, like no matter how good you are, you're that's not, fine. I mean, Blake Griffin sat out a
0: whole year with his knee. I mean, obviously Embiid. Yeah, we, you know.
1: we don't know. No, well, right. I I think. It's it's a rosy looking situation in Denver.
0: Uh, I they have the youngest team in the NBA right. and they got to the Western Conference semifinals and they went to Game Seven yeah. with Portland. They, I they mean, just they, n- need they don't have much. Another to outlet,
1: outlet next to Jokic in the right. end. We that I think. Well, I think Jamal Murray going to grow. Right? I think Jamal Murray right. going to go. Harris and is going to grow. I was surprised. Like, I, I know he wasn't shooting too great, but like in his moments, he's on the line. He's automatic. It's unreal.
0: Right. It's just you know. When, yeah. it, when it mattered, some players can't yeah. really do it.
1: But it also seemed like their play options, too, the structure of their plays—they were just dumping in, like h- helping Yokechik would bail them out. Yeah, you when know. you have a
0: guy, when you have a guy that can, you can run the offense through who is yeah, a willing passer. We, we all
1: know how big men do at the end.
0: That's true, but you know that's why you have to take advantage of it now, and right. it I, looks like they're going to. Look,
1: I, I think they'll be fine. I and I like their outlook.
0: Right. Unlike what's happening in Houston, oh, that man. that that shouldn't. First of all, and
1: I, I don't get that either because they have a very rich owner. Like, why is he hamstringing what more he can do with like the luxury tax? So they got rid of who? Um, Freda. Oh, the owner. Yeah.
0: Well, I, see that that's that's a huge thing, and I think that we're going to see coming up in with this off season, specifically in the summertime. There is no excuse for why he doesn't want to pay the luxury tax.
1: Or why owners shouldn't. NBA is well, making, well, well, making money hand over fist.
0: But there are some teams that are not in the bigger markets that can afford the luxury tax. Regardless of the revenue sharing. They just can't.
1: Houston's a top five market. No, I agree.
0: Houston, yes. But they're, like you were saying before, like why don't all owners do it? It's because at, no, at a certain I, point. No, I don't yeah. mean
1: all owners. Right. Like.
0: Right. Like there are, there are it's either you are Cleveland with LeBron where you know Gilbert was able to pay the luxury tax or you're in LA or New York or Chicago Houston one of them or you know it, it just middle market and low market teams aren't going to be able to do that so
1: unless you have the right owner right
0: who's just willing to just pay because right. he doesn't care which I mean we'll get to and this is this is a point in conversation when we get to the lottery and the NBA offseason but um, there's no excuse for why the Houston doesn't. And there's also no excuse why they lost not only game five, but how do they blow game six like that? That was bad. There, There is no excuse for you to not allow. like yeah. For you to hold Steph Curry to zero points in the first half, but only be tied at halftime, you must have been looking at yourself like you have a serious problem. Because you can't hold him in check all game, and now, look what would happen?
1: Do you think Harden carried load early on in the season when nobody was there, and playing him in this usage had effect, or do you think he is just not that prime time guy? No
0: his his game his game and and Kobe had said this during one of his interviews. His game does not translate for him to win championships. Are we
1: really listening to Kobe about winning? Yeah. I uh, Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think Kobe's Kobe's clutch. I just think he shoots up enough darts at the dartboard that he was great. I loved uh, his
0: What? Are you saying this because you're from Philly and you have a grudge? <laughs> what are you talking about? You say you sound like Max Kellerman telling me that Kawhi Leonard is more clutch than than Kobe Bryant.
1: He hasn't had the opportunities. But for you to even
0: for him (laughs) to even say it, and for you to say like,
1: look, I'm not gonna uh, say he's not clutch because he's not afraid of the moment. I just never liked his efficiency.
0: In the playoffs, it really doesn't matter if you have the ball. If you have the ball at the end of the game, I'd rather have the ball in Kobe Bryant's (laughs) hands. Good point. But but going back to why I don't think his game translate, or his game, meaning James Harden's game, is that during the regular season they are calling. A shit ton of fouls for him. He's going to the line 14, 15 times a game. And he is a terrific free throw shooter. He's not getting those calls in the playoffs. And you know what? Some of the calls that he puts up...
1: Bring him, uh, they also brought it upon themselves. Like, oh, absolutely. They spent the first two games complaining.
0: Absolutely. And Chris Paul is one of the reasons for that. He's been bitching since he's gotten to the league. So, And, and not for nothing, James Harden fouls defenders on his three-point shots and and like you know you can't you can't be looking to win games by getting fouls while you're shooting dribble 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 step back to your left three point right. shot
1: i mean it was a shame they didn't get that call in the first game but whatever you, it doesn't make the series but don't look You move on. make
0: the, look to make the shot don't look to get the call yeah, so you can I go to the line i agree so I, I don't think i don't think that game unless he adjusts his game I don't think they will be able, regardless of where Kevin Durant goes next year, will be able to to win a championship. Right. All so.
1: And it's, I I think what I hope Durant comes back for the McCollum rivalry, like I'd love to see that. Well, they rule it's, him it's out. A, not really a rivalry, but.
0: Right. I mean, I think it was a pretty good back and forth banter, and you, you're talking about the guest appearance on CJ's podcast. Yeah, right?
1: yeah. and then Durant. Uh, afterwards, like, w- when he was chattering, going on in one of his burners, or regular count rants, who knows?
0: Right, right. I think...
1: guy gets upset by the wind.
0: <laughs> but he's an emotional guy, that's why some, some guys only have, uh... And they're kidding. He's, KD he's, he's, going he's, to the New York at 95%. quite hard. First of all, I... I don't think KD comes back for this series just because I don't think Portland has an answer for Golden State. No. So, so why even risk it? Regardless of whether we think it's a calf strain or Achilles injury, it, it just doesn't make any sense. They, they, Golden State turned the ball over I don't know how many times last night. You thought they were up by 30 the way that the Blazers were playing. And if they don't stop or figure out, because apparently Western Conference Finals, nobody on the Portland Trailblazers know has to defend a pick and roll with Steph Curry.
1: <laughs> I, I, I think we'll see a different game, too. We should.
0: We should. It,
1: look, there was a quick turnaround. They played Sunday True. and then Tuesday. So.
0: No, I agree. I agree. But I still don't think there's an excuse for, for what... I think it will be more game.
1: competitive, but I, I think Golden State wins in six.
0: I don't even think it's going to be no? that competitive. No,
1: Maybe five? Four? Sweep?
0: I don't think it's sweep. I'm going to give Portland more credit than I'm that. I'm sticking
1: with six. I think Golden okay. State wins in six.
0: Okay. Uh, and then now previewing...
1: The other series. The other we, series. We have the Greek freak versus the robot freak.
0: Yeah, Kawhi. So... This series is probably going to be the best one that we see.
1: It's kind of funny, right? Because Toronto we thought was the deepest lineup that we saw. Right. And then in the Sixer series, it looks like it was quite one man show. Well,
0: oh because he he needed to be. They, well, that's they're what I'm role players Nobody else stepped up. up. Right, I know. I know. But remember, like I said last week, when Kyle Lowry Puts up points. I'll give you this.
1: That dude hustled his ass off the whole series. Oh well, I mean, at the end of the series, right when he realized the shot wasn't falling versus the Sixers, right? He was pushing Embiid out of the way. Yeah, granted, Embiid played forty-five minutes out of the forty-eight, which was one of the worst coaching moves ever. It's Game Seven. He had nothing left. He couldn't even box out little Lowry.
0: That that's a hard thing, man. <laughs> that's not even that you can't you can't tell me that in a game seven.
1: Well, then just doesn't make. Then don't cry, cry afterwards if it's a hard thing.
0: Yeah, and then oh, I gotta go over to my. Please, I gotta put on this huge show with my girlfriend in the locker room. Oh, boo fucking and Embiid? Grow a pair, get your shit together for next off season, so you can figure out how you're gonna get out of the East, because we all know the East is gonna get much much tougher. After this offseason. That's a fact.
1: (laughs) It could. We'll talk about that shortly.
0: Anyway, so previewing previewing the series, which is going to probably be the best series, one and two in the East. We're looking at probably the MVP of the league versus, can we even say Kawhi's comeback player of the year since he didn't play at all last year?
1: That's interesting. (laughs) Right? Has to be.
0: Well, he has to be right. Came back from injury. I don't, you know, I know you guys can't see me, but I got my air quotes going. <laughs> I think he. I think it could be. That's a good one. Why not? That that series, I can see going seven.
1: I, you know what? I I like Toronto on this.
0: Well, we both picked Toronto um, before the playoffs started when we were yeah. kind of going through our. And I was wrong. I
1: picked Houston to win the series, and they just never showed up.
0: Right, right. And then my heart picked Portland, but my mind on this podcast and my voice picked Denver. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be Toronto and Golden State. And, you know, we won't make the picks now, but I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Seven games, Toronto goes on, wins again. In a game seven.
1: Yeah. Um, might go five with this.
0: Yeah? Wow. Okay.
1: We're going bold.
0: Okay. Is it because of what happened with the, the Boston series? And, you know, the how vulnerable the Bucks were in certain situations, but the Boston just couldn't capitalize? Yeah, I,
1: and I like Gasol uh, defending the Greek Freak. Right, trying to do that. I, I think Lao or
0: even if that happens, I wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi ends up playing on on
1: on Giannis. Well, that which is what I was getting at, right? right. So, so you're double teaming him, more of like a trap game, playing mm-hmm. a little bit zone there. Okay, feed him in. Um, I I think they can disrupt him trying to get where he wants to go.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, you know, it'll be a very interesting series.
1: And then what I saw from Lowry uh, starting to come on right—not him the shots that you need, but still like to hustle and all. Right. I, I just think they probably have the ancillary pieces right now. Yeah, I I think nah, I I'm
0: gonna stick with the seven because I want it to Go be a competitive it. series. But I could see I could see moving your way. It would be the first time you were right. This, <laughs> this doesn't <player>. happen often.
1: <laughs> broken clocks rate right, twice a day.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of broken clocks and twice, yeah, what the, the hell is going on in?
1: How about the wildest rumor we heard about kid supposed to be incorporating the coaching staff and Lou? Tyrone Lou didn't want that to happen, and it comes out that he's well, going to be on the staff with. Vogel, like, Frank Vogel coming back from the dead after, some, on Magic class? Uh,
0: Pacers and Magic, yes. Yes. First of all, let's take a step back to Ty Lue. You need, and just speaking from a Ty Lu's perspective, uh-huh. where do you, like, I know you won a championship with LeBron James, but where do you get the balls to think you coach that? Because I'm pretty sure when LeBron left, you ended up getting your ass fired.
1: Yeah, they so, also had no team, but yeah. Regardless,
0: regardless. So and, I, I don't
1: think he had much left after that, too. Like trying to keep up with that. That's but
0: that's fine, but
1: my my thing is, I'm fine with him asking that, given how in disarray that organization is.
0: So at at the end of the day, it ended up working out that he's not there 100%. from his perspective, right?
1: And it makes him look better.
0: Mm-hmm. And. The other thing, because
1: it because it's not unjust asking him for five years, right? Because you're like, I'm going in the situation, you're pulling me out.
0: But the only reason why you're being considered for the head coaching job is because of your relationship with LeBron James, and LeBron James has been notoriously undermining coaches.
1: Yeah, he also played for the Lakers for a little while, though.
0: No, the only thing that Tyler is remembered is getting stepped over by Allen <laughs> Iverson. Like,
1: That's a fond like just of mine. yeah,
0: just give me a fucking break. You, you you're you're nothing. You're, you're nothing. really nothing. You know, so it ended up working out best for you. Um, I think the coaching hire itself. Now, wh- who the fuck is Kurt Rambis's wife, and how does she get to control what's going on with the Los Angeles Lakers?
1: Yeah, I, I'm at odds. Like, just because they're best friends, her and Ginny. Like, what what is going on in LA? Like, they have these leaks. And then they have these massive PR pushes afterwards. It's the strangest thing. Then they came out battering like Ty Lu afterwards, trying to make Tyloo look bad. Oh, because they were trying to save face for whatever reason. Again, like but there was the whole thing with the Anthony Davis thing too. It's like
0: You know what? They have so many problems with what's going on in the front office. They have a LeBron James problem. It's just you know what? That, right. that organization is and, in disarray. And their
1: GM right now, Polinka, nobody likes in the league.
0: Oh, because he was an agent, and all these teams. Well, yeah, but don't want even as that. an
1: agent, like some people don't mind agents. Like you know, some of them they can interact and all. And yeah, but like, it's not even.
0: It's a very, it's a very spiteful league. You know how many times Rob Palenka like fucked over general managers?
1: Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, This guy's <laughs> one of the least liked people around. I'm sure, other agents wouldn't have that animosity against him. Oh, one hundred percent,
0: one hundred percent. But it still doesn't change the fact that the Lakers are in a worse situation than they are now. The Lakers are probably not going to be able to put packages together to get Anthony Davis. And why would he want to go there? But that's besides the point. We'll get there when we get there. But, like, I, it's scary to say that I think one of the most dysfunctional franchises on each co- on East Coast— <laughs> Looking a little bit better than the Lakers right now.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. So, I shoot the the Kings have a better outlook. Yeah, absolutely. Than the
0: Lakers, absolutely.
1: Not even to mention the other team in their hometown, the Clippers have
0: well much better outlook. We we all knew that once once, um, Ballmer decided
1: to lock up Jerry West again too. Right. I, I mean, and then fleece the Sixers. <laughs> all right we're not harping on it let's let's move on
0: uh for your sake not mine <laughs> Yeah, seriously
1: speaking about the calves right out of left field beeline higher
0: yeah i'm uh, I, I, I like I have, it i have really no reaction to it
1: i i because it's, it's a shot why not yeah shoot a shoot right why not? Where else could they go? Who else would want to accept that position? I'm kind of stunned that...
0: He would leave Michigan. Right. That's what I'm... I, I don't really know. And I, and I think the bigger discussion, regardless of b leaving, so, is who's taking the Michigan So job. how
1: long until we find out about the Michigan scandal that he left behind? Yeah, that would be good.
0: <laughs> that would be really good. That would be really good. Well, not good. I mean, it would just be like timing. <laughs> but it wouldn't really matter because he's no longer there. Exactly. Right. Probably a, a, a page that Rick Pitino should have taken out of Beeline's book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we'll do, we'll, we'll do the strippers and everything and, and the escorts. But yo, I'm out of here. And like a year after that, we're done with this. Exactly.
1: So. Move it on. FBI's on me. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: no, he don't care. He's in the uh, NBA now. Um, speaking of the NBA, yeah,
1: it's the lottery. Fuck. Time to get to it. Do you? Hmm, go. You start. Sorry. Go ahead. Where do you even start? I, I, I think it was such a weird presentation last night. Can we start with that? It was just weird. So the reporters are talking to um, Zion, right? You're, I get it. Everybody knows he's going to be the number one pick, but you can't do that to the other kids. There's other kids there. And they didn't even pay attention. They are just like, ah, these other top kids. Well, especially and when they had Zion, him. who do you think you're going to? Like, a, literally a asking them that. Like, what are you doing?
0: Especially when they had, like, his roommate and, like, basically his best friend up at the desk. Yeah, like, it was,
1: and he's sitting in front row right next to... Who's was. All on. the Duke,
0: all three of the Duke. I, I right.
1: just thought it was kind of scummy. Well, the whole presentation is scummy. Yeah, but it's exciting.
0: Is it, though? I I am I'm, I'm a Knicks fan and I don't watch the lottery ever, even when they had a chance. You know when I, they drafted Porzingis. I don't, I don't like so I could have cared less. So my this is re- a little different.
1: You want to hear my reaction of the way it's going? Is I equate it to the slam dunk competition, right? Slam dunk competition started off really fun, mm-hmm. really exciting. Traditional. Right. And then they started throwing all these stupid props in there, making it crazy. Like Blake Different, Griffin trying to dunk over a car. Then everybody has a different little skit. Every dunk. Yeah, and it just turned into a, a joke. A money girl, right too. So the NBA lottery started off with your, your lottery balls, your frozen E-box. envelopes. It, it was fun. It was exciting. You had one representative there, not much, many outlets. It's usually like in some back room or some stage.
0: Right, right. Well, they had two things. So how everybody... Everybody thinks that the drawing, like, happens right there. But the drawing actually happens, like, an hour beforehand in, like, a closed room in, like, the basement of, like, the Marriott in Chicago. Yeah. Or the Hilton, whatever. One of those hotel chains. And everybody's, like, phone's taken away. You know, they they reveal the video after the draft lottery is presented by the deputy commissioner of the NBA. So the fact that that's that whole charade is just quite annoying. And then they got to get, oh, Ernst and Young is our auditor and nobody's seen the ping pong balls. Nobody gives a shit if that nobody's seen it. Everybody was just backstage anyway. Everybody knows. They just can't talk about it.
1: I'd, I'd rather just nobody be there. Like, no.
0: just you old could have school. your representative outside yeah.
1: and then that's that. Give me the Ernst Young guy. I'd rather have his reaction.
0: Listen, apparently Ernst & Young is built on integrity, so you shouldn't have anybody needing to check their shit out.
1: Hey, we all know how auditors went with Enron. Uh, that is true. <laughs> that is true. And apparently the
0: 1985 NBA draft.
1: Yeah, well, we can go on and on.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: All right, so, so let's, let's so talk biggest... So then, as- then I, I thought it was interesting, right? So you see Boston get the pick, Sergers out, a few more fall... And then the Lakers get up there. So it's like, wow, oh, alright, the Lakers are moving up. Then, the Knicks are up there. Well, so the presentation just pissed me off too.
0: Like, you get to, f- you, you read five. And, then you go to commercial break. Now I gotta sit here. Meanwhile, I got the Knicks hat in the freezer. My buddy's got his sweatshirt in the freezer. Everybody's <laughs> wearing their pajamas inside out. You got idiots sitting there in New York City bar. like, that's the first thing. And, like, I'm emotional because I'm a fan, and, and I think it was probably one of the worst things you, that had happened. You guys
1: jinxed yourself before it already happened. Everybody was pre-ordaining Zion to the Garden. Look, no, it's because the media wanted it.
0: I, I would like to see it. but I know everybody would like to see it, but the media wanted it. Like, that's why the whole pre-conversation was Zion to the Knicks, because they had the worst record. But they had 14% odds for the number one pick. 54% of being in, in the top five. Yeah. Like, they beat the odds by getting the third overall pick. I, I don't know why everybody's... I, I like a the way it click. fell out.
1: Karma-wise, I... Karma-wise? Yeah. Karma-wise. Karma wise. What the hell are you talking about,
0: karma I haven't seen a championship in this fucking city for my teams. And the Yankees don't count because the Yankees just win and baseball really is the big thing You guys thing
1: getting here. Kyrie and Durant. I don't want to see you guys ruin them.
0: Listen, there is a black cat or some shit that is buried underneath Madison Square Garden below Penn Station that allows this shit to happen every single
1: year. Uh, I don't think he's below. I think he's the one in the CEO box up there. Well, first of all, I do give him
0: and this is this hurts for me to say, Okay, there is a report that James Dolan has come out and told Scott Perry and Steve Mills that I am paying the luxury tax, because well, we were talking about the luxury act before. He was like, I'm paying the luxury tax and anything I need to pay to get someone or two here. So he, And he's like, I'll stay out of the way. I'll just write the checks. It doesn't matter. So
1: I, I'll give him that. So realistically, I think your best situation now is if you get the big three, new big three. Well,
0: do we want to do we do we want to go there? We want to talk about what's actually really. Well, going you already on. know
1: where I think Kyrie's going. I think Kyrie's going to Lakers. Detroit to Brown Brown. I don't think the Lakers get anybody because they're maybe, dysfunctional. Maybe not. And but but let's but talk about the big the
0: big discussion potential big three Durant not even not even potential big three the free agency doesn't matter still. Like, I know we came out of the draft, and, and the it's Pelicans true. ended up getting one, and they get Zion, but now everyone's talking about Anthony Davis. Zion Williamson has not hired an agent. Zion Williamson has not, hired, uh, has not signed a shoe deal. And Zion Williamson left the lottery out of disappointment because he didn't end up in New York.
1: I, I would love that, because New Orleans is ask, acting all high and pompous right now. He, the owners, they're, they're saying we're not trading Anthony Davis. All this, like, you should be catering to him. Like, you shouldn't be trying to force players to stay and play around with them. Be like, look, we'll trade for the number three if you want, and we'll get you your boy Barrett if that's what you but want or whoever even, you want.
0: I don't even think that's gonna matter. Zion has so much power and so much control. He can tell New Orleans, I'm going back to Duke.
1: Unless you trade Unless
0: you trade me to New York, a la Eli Manning, a la John Elway. God, you hope. It's not that I hope. It's that the worst possible destination for him to go was either Memphis or New
1: Orleans. Where they just buried another superstar. Yeah, look, I get it. I, I think my point the other day is that. We were talking about the league. If the league cares, you're like the league's not really upset. My point being is that the league's viewership overseas is ginormous now, and it's continuing to grow, right? So it, it's a lot of league pass. It's but and, and you're his... getting you're getting interest all over. People are kind of tired of seeing one team just dominate. But it's not even
0: that. Like there there have been conversations about the fact that you know. The NBA doesn't need the Knicks and the Lakers. and I'm saying the Knicks and the Lakers because they're the two highest-valued teams in the league. Actually, fun fact, this is the first time in NBA history where the two top teams and the two most valuable teams and the two least valuable teams have top four picks in the
1: draft. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about teams that can't fill the arena. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a draw for them or not. Like, look, New Orleans is a football town. A hundred percent. So, do they care? I mean, maybe Zion... But it's not even about him. Like, there was a report that
0: came out that Zion's value, from an endorsement standpoint, dropped 50%, half of what he would have made in New York or LA, or Chicago, or another big market.
1: Half. That's wild. So,
0: if you're telling me that I'm going to play for a shitty organization... Because that's what New Orleans is. I mean, they
1: are. They, are you really throwing stones?
0: No, I'm not throwing stones. I'm not throwing stones. I, but I, I don't but think they've wasted. <laughs> New Orleans has wasted seven years of Anthony Davis. Yeah, and with, for with, the longest with the, with time, with the
1: terrible GM. Look, they've had some reorg there, so I'm willing to give them a little bit benefit of the doubt. Right? It, it was consumed. But why would you trust? Why would you trust anybody for the longest time? I, I, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm not. Look, I just think. Well, maybe I would. Uh, I I think it's underneath the same uh, structure as the Saints now, right? And they have their own leeway. They have David Griffin, who was okay as a GM. Yeah,
0: but for the longest time, you want to want you want to know why the New Orleans uh, New Orleans Pelicans all their guys were hurt
1: is because they were sharing the same medical staff with the Saints. Well, that's what I mean. But that was old owner, right? And then they got consumed underneath the organization. they oh, GM. Yeah, and the way owner. the stru- the well, no, it was the structure. So they report it into the Saints. Now it's like its own entity. So well, yeah, the way the but, structure well, is... It's like
0: you, you don't want to hear that if you're Zion. You don't want to hear that. AD obviously doesn't no. want to hear it because he doesn't matter. I think it would be the greatest Terrible thing.
1: facilities and all.
0: I think it would be the greatest thing if he just... Fo- First of all, he has more power than LeBron James did coming out of high school because of social media, because of every the followings that he has. He has all the power to play whatever hand that he wants. And I'm not saying it because, I like, I, yes, I would love him to go to the Knicks and it hurt yesterday as a fan, but he can go to any big mark. I am not turning on the NBA to watch a now, fucking Pelicans game.
1: Do you think he gets even more credibility now to do that yes. a- after the shoe game, right? injures his knee and then comes back, doesn't hold out, and plays, and now this happens, right? So now does he... Is he going to be marked as a heel, or is he going to get the benefit of the doubt now?
0: What if he goes back, or if he stays?
1: Ah, uh, strong arms, New Orleans. He should strong arm New Orleans. But I'm saying, like, because of that game, does that give him more credence to do it, or just because, just because of everything that he has to look
0: forward to? Yes, he 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 runs the risk of getting hurt back at Duke. Like we get that, but you're you're negotiating. With the team, and listen, you—if I—if if I'm the Pelicans, and you want to build around a young team, and you're going to trade Anthony Davis somewhere, just get all the capital in the world. You have a free, fresh page. Yes, Zion Williamson is a generation of talent, but he doesn't want to play with you. So, <laughs> look to trade him, because he will. If—if if this is serious, and he's going to go back to Duke, which he had said prior to the NBA draft that he would have loved to play for Coach K again, as Especially with that team that they're bringing in this year please and the nba ratings are great and all because of revenue sharing and the deal with espn and tnt and everything like that but i watch college basketball and a lot of people watch college basketball more than they watch the nba especially when he's there well
1: hopefully he has a patino envelope to hold him over for a while so yeah
0: whatever it is and listen We'll I, see. I just want to. It would just been better if he was I, in a bigger market: Chicago, New York, yeah. L.
1: A., New Orleans. You you build a build case, good case. I don't see it happening.
0: No, I, I mean the chances are very unlikely because he's. I to I think himself, their best family.
1: Yeah, like, I I think their best option is to Kurt him, Right, talk to his people, figure out what he wants, and get rid of Anthony Davis. Get what get the. What you can for form now. Yeah.
0: So where? So
1: where's the best landing spot for Anthony Davis? Well, depending if the Knicks sign Kyrie and KD, like I said, then mm. I think Anthony Davis to the Knicks makes the ultimate. So success. you would trade.
0: So the, the Grizzlies have basically come out and told everybody that they're taking Ja to replace Conley. Conley. Right. Yeah. So that means RJ Barrett's going to go to the Knicks, most likely.
1: Right. And so, then you would. It depends on his relationship with RJ. Right? Does he want to keep playing with RJ? Because that's pretty cool. You're putting two teammates together. And oh, the in
0: New Orleans, right? Yeah, and then oh, that's the leverage again that he still has.
1: Right, and then you could probably get the the Dallas picks or something like that. Right. You name it. What yeah. else?
0: And because of the luxury tax, they can pay. They can bring right. him on with the trade. Then they can bring on two max salary players, and then they can pay him a deal. Right when he's a free agent. Yep. So.
1: Yeah, and that squad. That'll be something to recognize. Right.
0: And I don't think the Lakers have the ammunition anymore that they did before. And there's rumors going around that the Bulls want well, to Well, nobody trade. wants to deal with them. Well, and the Bulls want to trade the seventh pick for Lonzo Ball. That's been Oof. floated out there, too, which is which is just miserable in itself.
1: Another but, guy who can't shoot through the Bulls. Oh, God. Putting that collection of talent you know, together. Some of
0: these people that get in charge of these organizations from all of these sports are, are, are just... On real decision makers. I'm just happy
1: the Cavs didn't get it again. Like once they were out of the lottery, that right. made me happy. Like you guys don't deserve it. Ever I'm ever right. since the Anthony Bennett pick, like you guys never deserve it. For, ever that, since Le that LeBron, pick was and, terrible, but Kyrie, Anthony yeah. Wiggins,
0: uh, Anthony Wiggins, regardless of the and the way leadership.
1: Gilbert acted with LeBron, yeah, yeah,
0: they did. They didn't deserve that. Carm a bitch.
1: Yep. <laughs> All right. So moving on to some better. Oh. No, let, let's talk about Porzingis. A little bit of fighting. Oh, yeah. Go. I have a lot to say. Dude, I want to know... When do I not have a lot to say, but... I, I want to say. be a fly on the wall, cause I don't want to be in that Latavian bar first <laughs> during all, that time. First of all, their rumblings... His,
0: I think Good. Christoph Porzingis like, is a... He got... Bad advice because of Carmelo Anthony. He's yeah. got the wrong people around him. The Knicks did an amazing job trading him away, and now
1: your you're, team you're a puts hater though. Like the Knicks didn't handle that well. I, I don't want to waste too much time on this. No, but... but his team put out that they were fans of the Knicks from Russia that jumped Christoph
0: Porzingis. Christoph Porzingis is seven foot three. How does anybody
1: of normal stature reach his face? Some big Russians out there. Not that big. I mean, if you're sitting on a bar stool, he's still tall. Latvia
0: Klitschko could barely fucking hit
1: Christos Porzingis, (laughs) let alone a bar stool. Like you you don't know if it was bottle flying or something like that. Who knows? Look, I who knows what goes on in Latvia? Yeah, (laughs) if your listener out there from (laughs) Latvia, please call
0: in. Yeah, they could have some. They could have some big goons there too. You're right. You know, Chernobyl wasn't that far away. Some mucky orders and all. Yeah. But still, I, well, Perzingis broke his hand, so he obviously fought somebody.
1: Or he just punched something. You don't know.
0: I don't know. I Yes, you're right. I am bitter, but after all this shit that's been going on and all the nonsense surrounding but, him the, with the... The, the, kids,
1: fu- the kid's what? 21, 22? How old's Perzingis? I don't care. He's not on my team anymore. Nah, he's older than that. Probably like 23, 24. Well, he came but in still. at 19. He's been there for three, four years. Yeah, not that old. Um, Alright, so speaking about some real fighting Okay This past weekend was pretty impressive for the amount of cards on I know you don't don't usually talk about it too much So Rose, the thug, who's defending her title, badass chick She was one of the ones uh, involved in McGregor melee when he was chasing Beeb through it Right, right So like her card got cancelled, like she's pretty shook from it Right as anybody would be. Right. So, she's fighting uh, Jessica day Good fight. But Rose is really good on her feet. Good striker. Was controlling the match. So, it was one of the most awkward slams I've seen, right? So, now, did she, did she have the arm bar in, and the, which allowed the slam?
0: So, it
1: was... You know better than me. I'm yeah, yeah. So... It was like she was going for um, a K'more, right? One of the right. defenses for Kimura, you can lock up the ball of chain and kind of hold it. Now, once somebody gets there in the ball of chain, you got to either drop one way in right. or try and roll out of it, right? You, What she did was just stand there isolated, it. It didn't move at all. And it was, like, slow motion. Just got lift up, right back on her head, and right. right out. Didn't even know where she was. Like, Yeah, that was nuts. You can't duck your head. You can't hit a <laughs> shoulder blade. You can't roll out of it. It, it, it was awkward. But, it, like, imagine that. Your arm being trapped underneath, in between your leg, and you're just getting put right on your head. Like, I know. And it's a shame, too. Like, she was winning the fight and all. Like... But shit
0: happens, man. Yeah, That's what happens. It's, it's fighting. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, what was the what was the um, the knockout that you sent me earlier? Oh. Uh,
1: so that was my man uh, Michael Venom Page. So he's one of the guys that you may see fights in Bellator. He's one of those guys who's always showboating, coming around. He came from um, like a striking karate background. Right. So very entertaining point striking and can connect from all over very long. um, I I don't know if you remember this. The one time he knocked a guy out, got a Pokeball from his corner, threw it over, put on his Pokeball hat like he was catching the the Pokemon after he knocked him out. So that was like one of his famous celebrations. Oh, I do remember that. Right. I do remember seeing that. So, yeah, he's that guy. So this weekend was one of, another one of the craziest knockouts I've ever seen. Like I've been watching MMA since two thousand two around time frame, right? Years. It's knockouts were insane. Uh, so Venom Page, first round, good feeling each other out, controlling the fight, gets uh, his opponent wobbly. Um, who was it? got his name off the top of my head, a Brazilian guy. Can't even give him his credit. <laughs>
0: Does um, he need the credit?
1: No, he's plenty.
0: <laughs>
1: so, uh, <go> <laughs> yeah, so he knocks him down, um, right? Page rocks him. He's going in for striking. Uh, and then he just gets leg kicked. His whole body... Buckles. Right. And in the urgency to get up, he comes lunging forward. Right. When he lunges forward, he took one of the most vicious uppercuts I've ever seen. It was like a Tyson uppercut. Pow.
0: But it was... The the greatest thing about it, though, wasn't... It was awkward. he he looked so awkward. He looked off balance, and it looked like that you wouldn't have been able to generate that type of power. And I was just like...
1: Well, because he was still rocked, right? And then he lands a leg kick, and just boom, knocks Page out, and then Page goes down to be knocked out, and follows it up with two monstrosers yeah, hammer fist before, before they... Right. It, it was bad. It looked real bad. He blocked up. It was, looked like he was going to the rigor mortis on the.
0: Yeah, I, just, I all I when I was watching that video, I was just all I did was feel like uh, what's his name, Chris Tucker from Friday, was like, <laughs> "You just got knocked the Fuck up!" Yeah, I was just like, "Oh shit, man!" That was nuts. That was nuts. That was that was probably one of the best knockouts that I've seen in a long time. Probably Dug- pro-
1: Douglas Lima, so I can okay. give him his all credit.
0: Credit, <laughs> but. uh yeah no I, it it was nuts and I yeah. and I've seen some I, and I've seen some pretty big, big knockouts from from you know from bones to even even Silva Silva back in the day to bum fights yeah it would just be, but speaking of him he fought too right,
1: him and B J man like uh, I don't get it they they try and do these gimmicky things to get people involved like most fight fans don't care I I guess maybe your average fan like right and. To, to Anderson's credit, he's been fighting a lot of top talent right now, Right, like guys who are right around there, just maybe lose a title fight or, or about to come up to a title fight. Which I And ask he hasn't back down. I don't know. I don't know why. Because a lot of fighters, it's hard to leave the fame and all. But I also blame the promoters, the organizations for putting these guys in that situation.
0: Yeah, well, they're just trying. First of all, Anderson Silva, regardless of where he is in his career, is still
1: a draw. Regardless of where you yeah. put him on the card. Yeah, that's that's probably it. But like, come on, you guys gotta watch out for these guys' health. It's dangerous out there, man. So he he fought Cannoneer, uh, guy who's coming dude. down from he's coming down from late heavy coming down. Uh, he had just beaten David Branch not too long ago. Uh, it's like when they. It's like when they told. Uh,
0: uh, Mickey Ward, that the guy got off his fucking couch, right? Yeah, like that. That's...
1: And then BJ Penn's still fighting. He just lost to Clay the the Carpenter Guida, like a journeyman around right. the UFC. Like yeah, BJ he, Penn is guy, guys, yeah, like their their legacies too much to be tainted like this. Yeah, and it, it's it's really a shame. It's but you know what? They, I'm not, I'm not comparing them in the league of Ali, but it's like that when Ali came back and was fighting, like right. It didn't end up having an effect on his legacy, but still, it's it, it, but you it's know a what? shame
0: to see. It, it's actually pretty funny that that we see this is because, you know, we talk about the organizations and we talk about the differences between like boxing promotions mm-hmm. and, and then what's going on with like Dana White and how he kind of structures his contracts. It's very funny. Dana White has publicly said that he used to pay, used to pay, and maybe still does pay Chuck Liddell not to fight.
1: So, so yeah, we, we, and and was adamantly upset when. Uh, De La, Hoya De La Hoya. Right. funded the Chuck Light versus Ortiz fight. Right.
0: So, so my question is, is that you have you know a Hall of Famer in Anderson Silva, you have a Hall of Famer in BJ Penn, regardless of the the the, the product that they're putting out in, in the octagon right now. Why isn't? Why isn't? Um, what's his name? You're about telling to call racist. No, I'm not calling him racist. No, I'm not calling him racist. (laughs) Uh, Why isn't he paying these guys to fight? Is it because of how Anderson Silva negotiated Uh, with him when he was... Chuck and
1: Dana were best friends, right? So they had a really close relationship. He had paid for uh, Chuck to work at the UFC for a while. Right, I remember that. Chuck um, got replaced, ended up going on. Forrest has a great position there. Right, right. Uh, it, it It was a lot of things, I think. And then Chuck... I don't I, look. look I, I think there's just a de- dynamic, right, of having that attention, that uh, that adrenaline rush of yeah, being the man that. out there, and I all. I can see that.
0: I, I just thought it was shocking. He made it seem like he protects his fighters when he was when he was doing that interview to defend himself against De La Hoya. But I've seen guys that shouldn't be out there. So
1: yeah, look. He he has certain points that he does that are pretty well. He he's trying to make it better. Right. A little bit with the with the way they have the UFC center and all, right. so it's 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 world class this center that they built with the right nutritionists trying to get guys on weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done a good decent job with stripping out the drugs and all. Right, uh, I, I know there's still words out there that they can help people. Right, it it whatever all, but, the case is. Right, uh, I, I I guess it's all just depending, but. I I think he's gearing in the right direction and trying to avoid this. I, I don't understand why he's why, to let right. that happen, but maybe it's something like that, right? Because he's still been fighting well. And look, when he had the two losses off of his prime, they were freak losses. One True. he was showboating, another one his leg snapped in half. Yeah,
0: I remember that Wyman fight. My right. my, my cousin, my cousin's good friend was in his when it was in uh, corner. We were, I remember where exactly where I was, where he got rocked. I was like, oh shit. A lot of money. It lost. was
1: stunning. But, man, the guy was just so dominant. Nobody could hit him ever. And then. Spider. One punch. Yeah, I know. Showboat. What show happens. It happens? A little it too takes much.
0: One. It only takes one. <laughs> like, that's why it's only going to take one when Wilder knocks out Joshua whenever they fight.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Boxing, man, I I was loving the fights last year. There were some of the top fights around. Like we were getting fights hand over fist last year. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> that's <a> good one. <laughs> yeah, I I mean we, but now, the boxing has two problems
0: to me. One, and this is why I credit the UFC a lot. Boxing has
1: way too many people benefiting off of their talent. So yes and no, right? The UFC strong arms fighters, right? Because because you, you can't get your sponsorship money. Which is uh, the lower fighters aren't making that much. Right. So it, it's really a lot like a burden and all. Right. And now, so the negative you could take away from the center is like now you're really controlling everything. So mm-hmm. if you don't fight there, like are you going to get the fights and all? It, it's kind of like they have a monopoly on right, it. Right. Right. But I think it
0: more so like the UFC does the right things because. Like in the UFC, you can name the guys that have the belts, right? The boxing, it's there's a WBO, there's a WBC, there's this ABC. It's just like it's nonsense. Yeah, it should just be one belt for one. I,
1: I agree with you, one. and and they have so many weight classes, which isn't a bad thing. You stop no, guys from the cutting the crazy weight. Yeah, for, I don't for mind a certain extent, classes. it's just that,
0: and and now you got ESPN. You know they're rolling out their ESPN Plus, so now they sign. You know. Uh, what's his name? Tyson Fury, and now because of the promotions, they don't well, know if this, Tyson Fury's this, gonna this is going to
1: fight. This has been the worst thing for boxing. I thought we were getting to a good place where we're getting all the fights, and now Top Rank sign with ESPN, right? Right, and now you have some of the the big time fighters signing with Danzen and uh, Bob
0: Arum too. He's still around.
1: Exactly. Right. So it's it's even it's going to be even tougher now to incorporate the, the solid fights. I know. You have um Showtime got rid of boxing now. Right. We're in the process. Yeah. HBO's so already the gone. Same. They're
0: done with it already. Yeah.
1: So so it's a shame, man, cuz they had some great fights on there. Like,
0: but they don't have the draw like Mayweather's not fighting anymore. So the, Showtime doesn't need boxing anymore. Like <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's it's it
1: sucks to say, they, but it's a well, truth. Well, I I think Nailing the coffin, right, is a little bit attributable to the way they structured everything, but I don't know. But a lot of people are making a lot of money. That's why Conor McGregor's running around
0: doing his nonsense that's been going on lately. Look
1: at how much he made from one fight. I know, and that's where money goes,
0: so it's a shame, Yeah, but it is what it is.
1: Good for him. So (laughs) proper whiskey stupid shit hey. whiskey yeah it is terrible it's horrible so good god well, anyway that's why you gotta drink a lot of it <laughs>
0: oh and thank then you.
1: Then, then you throw tables at buses yeah um yeah so doing talking about fighting and you wanted to fight the world you want to talk about what set you off this morning even more so not really no So I I guess I told
0: Ryan that after we filmed this podcast, I will not talk about the Knicks until if they get Kevin Durant. And after the nonsense that happened this morning with my Jets, I will not be talking about the Jets until the season starts. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he already broke his Knicks promise selling rosy pictures.
0: Let's see the spin he puts on it for the Jets. No, I told you after this podcast, when I walk out the fucking door, <laughs> those teams will not be coming out of my mouth. The name that shall not be mentioned. Fuck them. Seriously. <laughs> like, uh, it, you so,
1: those of you don't know, oh, right? God damn it. <laughs> jets come out. So, we, we've heard leaks, heard rumors two weeks ago about that. Yeah, right. well, well, actually, that, right at
0: the draft, right?
1: Yeah. That Geese had a falling out with Magic Mike, their GM. And, look, I thought the Jets had a solid draft. Put together a decent team. And we heard rumblings that he wasn't happy. They didn't see eye to eye. He wasn't wasn't good with the construction. So, the Jets let them go through with with the whole draft uh, with their GM. And then come out this morning after the lottery, right? After the, all that's going on with New York. After the Giants fumble the draft, do everything as backwards. And the Jets are looking so rosy. And then the Jets just come and they just punt. They just go, oh, you're ball, Giants. We'll give it back. Like, what's going on here?
0: It's a circus.
1: And they, yeah, they fire I thought- for no reason. And then it comes out... One of the main reasons he was upset was because they signed Le'Veon Bell, the best offensive playmaker they've had in years.
0: So, um, I thought Christopher Johnson was doing a lot better job than his brother. And obviously, all the talcum powder that they were putting in the baby powder has gone to their fucking heads. So, um, probably got confused with their coke pile. Yeah. So, ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. I like that. So, for, for whatever reason, the Jets decided that we were going to allow Mike McKagan to not only uh, sign free agents and have $100 million, then run the draft with a third overall pick, and then three weeks later, ah, you know what, let's just fire him. Now, I've taken a step back, I've looked at the lay of the land, and I've seen Mike McKagan's track record at drafting has not been very good. Okay? Now... If the only way I will be happy about this firing is if th- these three things happen, Joe Douglas, the VP of personnel from the, from the Philadelphia Eagles, ends up coming over to the New York Jets, which I know would piss you off. Horribly. Yes. Then, because you can't have a GM that does, does personnel and ends up doing you know the day-to-day salary cap ideas. So you bring in Daniel Jeremiah from the NFL Network, who has both of them have history with the Baltimore Ravens under Ozzie What does he know
1: about working a salary cap, though? He was a scout.
0: I'm not saying for him to work the salary cap. I'm saying Jeremiah will come in as VP personnel.
1: So that's my issue with that thought. First off, my biggest issue is what has Gase ever done to warrant this kind of level of respect to where he gets what he wants? He just got canned from Miami. Shouldn't even have got the Jets job unless it was for Peyton Manning, speaking highly no, of him.
0: No, that's true. I mean, the 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 knock on him was he'd never... First of all, he was the one who turned Jay Cutler into like a better version of his shitty self. He allowed... And he did the same thing for Ryan Tannehill. So the idea is that he would be able to perform with the quarterback, which the Jets have now, and a young quarterback.
1: So hire him as an offensive coordinator and tell him to shut up. So, well, the, the Jets don't do the right thing. I've been saying this for fucking
0: years, and I go to every fucking home game. They never do the right thing. Everything that the Jets do is the wrong play. So if you see that the Jets are doing one thing, you should think about the other thing <laughs> that should happen.
1: Yeah, and... Regardless we just, who's in that building. And who the hell let it out that it was his dis... Uh... He he was upset with signing Le'Veon Bell, right? You just had a guy sit out a whole year because he was upset with the organization. Now you're not even training camp. But that's on that's on Adam Gase.
0: That's on Adam Gase to fucking fix that. Right. Because all Adam but you Bruce just really started do,
1: turmoil into a locker room you haven't even been in yet. It,
0: as long as Adam Gase goes in and says, "Hey, listen, like th- that is water on the bridge. You're here. I didn't even how say the hell is it, that water on whatever. the bridge." He doesn't we, even have to, he we've can't.
1: seen Gase him destroy running backs in Miami. He destroyed
0: running backs in Miami because at the end of the day, they, neither of those running. backs Well, he are good doesn't for play the good ones. Like, well, now he has a good one that he's paying thirteen million a year. And first of all, he wasn't. He said he liked the player, he didn't like the money. But you know what, dumb fuck, you got him for thirteen million dollars. He wanted eighteen. You don't think he got him for a good deal? While well, Todd Gurley's knees degenerating in L.A., you don't have a running back down in fucking Detroit. You don't have a running back in Green Bay. The the next great running back. Is Le'Veon Bell. And
1: he has been for the last three years of his career. And he took a year off. And you don't have a dominant weapon on the Jets. That is your dominant weapon. Like, Jesus. Oh,
0: God, I can't. stand. this is too much in a day. This is too much in a day. I can't. I can't. And now, and now, I end up having to hear yesterday that Antonio Griezmann from Atletico Madrid now has to go to Barcelona. And while my Real Madrid Los Blancos are drowning... In whatever the hell is going on over in Spain. Like, I can't catch a break. I can't catch a break. So, something needs to happen good for me over the next couple of weeks. Because this isn't right. I can't keep doing this. And the Yankees are all hurt. What else do I have to look forward to? Heard Aaron
1: Judge is coming off the DL soon. No,
0: that's not happening. He's actually going on. To, like, if they had to the, steal the DL, now it's an I have, 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 like have they even have they even announced what his injury is? It's oblique. He he swings too hard. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, it's ridiculous. The only thing good about the Yankees is Clint Fraser's shoes, and then that's it. That's really it. Like, there's nothing ever going right in 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 my realm of sports. Not now, not ever. So, I will not be talking about the Jets anymore from this point. I will not be talking about the Knicks from this point. If you bring it up, I will sit here in silence. All
1: right. So, we won't get John any more rowdy now. Because he looks like he's about to break his laptop over there. (laughs) Throw the laptop right through the wall. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Um... Might choke harder than Barcelona did. Yeah, well, you know what? They deserve it. So, speaking about something that will bring you joy, yes,
0: please tell me we're at this point.
1: We are. The privacy has landed. Tigers scubaing over right to Beth Page Black.
0: So, you know what's funny is that everyone was texting me. They're like, oh, Yo, you're going to the PGA? I'm like, no, I don't go to Long First of all, I only go to Long Island by helicopter. And that's only if I'm going down to the Hamptons. I am not going to watch a golf tournament at Beth Page to drive out there to Long Island. So, you know what? I will be watching tomorrow, 8.30, Tiger T's off. PJ.com has a stream.
1: So, you'll be good tomorrow. I'll be golden. Yeah. And you also don't have a helicopter, so. You're no, I don't. out of
0: luck. But they're actually, you know. There's what are you on? An Uber Blade. copter? No, it's called like Blade or something like that. You can get out there for like you know a hundred bucks. You you would Uber out there, it'd be like hundred and fifty because there's only one road that gets out. Yeah, to Long it takes Island. you
1: four hours. Yeah, it's ridiculous. For, like second off, it's not even fun being out a golf event unless it's a smaller event without the crowds. Like, well, I so
0: it depends on the course layout. And Beth Page is laid out really, really well. Um, like you want to be able to be close to. A beer cart, and you want to be able to look at three holes, a tee shot, a green, and one – a tee yeah, shot. Yeah, and you, and you and want to – and move. you want to be
1: able to f- – well, I I like it where you're following the players around, right? So you get involved. I feel, like gr- I feel
0: dirty when I do that. I feel like a groupie.
1: Yeah, to but it's fun, right? Because you have – you're getting involved with it. It's not the same thing. It's not reiteration. Yeah, but you miss time a, and time you again. You miss a lot of things that are, that that's
0: also. You miss a lot of things that are on the course. Like at least when you watch watching. But you're missing it a lot of
1: things on the course anyway, right? Because no, you're, you're missing everything else down. I just think the best place to watch golf is behind Tiger Woods. No, nah, because following him in a crowd, man. Unless you're his caddy, there's no good spot. I, I'm Before saying at score at, sign at the bar or on your couch drinking a beer. Yeah, no, I plan on doing that tomorrow and Friday. And then take a nap and waking up from nap and still being two holes later. Hey, listen,
0: I know I, the last time Tiger was in contention at a major, I my my eyes were glued I, to
1: the TV. I don't wake up for sporting events, well, unless I want to go watch some Premier League at nine a.m. Anyway. Yeah,
0: what are you talking
1: about? Not not for golf. I'm not waking up for golf at nine a.m. eight a.m. whatever. You did for the Masters. Damn right. I got, got everything out of the way. We was all set already. Pre-canned. Uh,
0: yeah, so Tiger's fa- Tiger and Brooks Koepka are favored, right? And I think they're playing with each other. I think they're playing with each other. I think they uh,
1: are. Yeah, and Molinari's up there too. Yeah, so
0: because it's the last major champions, and since now the the PGA was usually the last major played, so it used to be.
1: Yeah, so they'll, they'll be the first to tee off tomorrow morning. Right,
0: so they got the eight thirty tee time, which is going to be a featured group. That's going to be great.
1: Oh, it's going to be phenomenal. I nothing more. Like I really wanted Tiger to win the Masters, but to restamp his dominance. Oh, just go back to back. Oh my God. I know. The. Yeah. Talk about the internet breaking. Talk about the world breaking.
0: You know, remember when I wanted to say what was going to make me feel better? That'll that. make you fuck. That'll make me feel a little better. <laughs> that will make me feel a little better.
1: I'll make that freezer burn hat feel real good on your hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There'll, there'll be a Nike.
0: There'll be a Nike golf hat or or something in the in the freezer when I. When I get back, that'll be, that'll, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, at least your face will match your shirt because John's
0: bright red after his rant uh, right now. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I had a lot. <laughs> I had a lot to say. And <laughs> pen up animosity It probably would have been better if we filmed this in the morning because I had a lot to think about and a lot to vent. Yeah, and, you, and it all. You'd it be all walking
1: out from. of this office with your belongings afterwards.
0: Yeah, probably most likely. It probably would have been <laughs> beneficial too for for everyone involved. <laughs> 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 uh so oh, you know I, we were gonna do a mailbag right so but we don't have time so who
1: who do we like though this for the pj aside from al tigre
0: so i think the best part about beth page and my big worry is that the pj always puts on and, shitty and it's
1: also of course should we say that no one usually is more than seven under like that's the creme de la right, creme. that's
0: why I think it's going to be very interesting how the PJ's laid out this course, and the weather is going to be a big factor. If it right, ends yeah. up drizzling and is raining, that rough will get thick.
1: But now, how do you feel the grounds are going to be? You think they're going to be able to stick it tomorrow because it's been raining so much?
0: Uh, I don't. I don't know because the course is long. Okay, yeah. and if you can. So, this course is going to favor accurate drivers, long accurate drivers, and guys that can hit long, long irons. And, yeah, can can you stick it maybe? It depends on where the what the, what the stip reading is on, on the greens, but it is a little wet. They may be able to take advantage of it in the morning, right? Group. Especially
1: early on. Yeah, so
0: which which makes the, the 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 feature group pairing that much exciting because Molinari is a great
1: iron striker. Brooks bombs the shit out of the ball, and Tiger's Tiger. One of the interesting tidbits is the only person playing there last week when it was nice out was
0: Tiger. Right, and which is why he claimed that he didn't want to do a practice round today, which was a little odd. I mean. Um, his agent came out and said that, you know, everything's fine. He just wanted to relax. But you are not doing another practice round was a little, was a little weird. So not even hey, to come out to
1: hit a ball or something. I like it. But He's uh, ready.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so apparently is John Daly.
1: <laughs> to putt-putt in his cart all around.
0: Yeah, and then with the great power move by Tiger Woods when he was questioning the interview yesterday, he was like, well, like, what do you feel about John Daly running around on a cart? Uh, John. First of all, for anybody knows, John Daly has like osteoarthritis or something like that, where like his knees and joints like swell up really bad.
1: Yeah, that an asterosis of the liver.
0: Yeah. Well, he's a god in regards to that. <laughs> but uh, Tiger's response was just basically like, I walked on a broken leg, referring to 2008 U.S. Open. Right. And, and John Daly's fashion, like as he said, he's like, listen, I got this thing. I would love to walk, but. I won't be able to finish, and that's it. And that's what sh- that's what it should be, you know. Back in the day, John Telly was basically told him to f off, and then
1: yeah, that would have been that. Well, it would have been at the bar. Yeah, or on privacy. <laughs> so I I think we have a lot going on, a lot to be excited about. Well, yeah, absolutely. Unless you're in New York, so yeah, absolutely. Let's let's get this weekend going. Let's get here. Start it off right tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, uh, for those of you around Springfield, New Jersey, one of our... Wait a minute. Springfield, New Jersey? Yeah.
0: Not Springfield, Massachusetts. No, Springfield, New Jersey. Okay. Springfield, New Jersey. I got it. That exists in New Jersey. It's west. Has to be west. It's west? Uh, It's right by Baltusrol. Oh, really?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought it was more south than that. No. It's oh. right
1: where Baltistro is. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so go ahead. those of you... Are one of our most loyal fans out there with us from day one giving us all his feedback? The Ron Wiser will be performing at the Comedy Cove 612. So go get your tickets, come represent June 12th, right? 612. I said that, yeah, June 12th, June 12th. Okay, it's a Wednesday night, Wednesday night. All right, perfect. Maybe we'll bring some gear. We'll get some stuff printed out.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk to them and see if we can do a show from there like beforehand. Ron can get all jazzed up beforehand.
1: <laughs> and that'll be the number one punchline.
0: Yeah, there you go. There he goes. I don't mind being a punchline. I don't really care. I don't like really <laughs> I mean, you've taken Don't, enough. don't, don't. Stop. I'm fucking done. I can't.
1: <laughs> and then with that and the jet punchline, let's we've had a good show. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thank you.